I have on the podcast today a very reluctant guest that I've never had on the show before, and you're about to meet him. You've heard me talk about him for years, ever since he was a little boy, and now he's 18. My special guest today, coming up on the podcast, is my son, Carson. And we're going to talk to Carson in just a minute on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. So, Carson, before we get started on the podcast, first of all, thanks for being on. We appreciate it. Um, how bad of a song is Old Town Road? What do you think of the song Old Town Road? You're a musician. What do you think of Old Town Road? It's just too annoying. Too annoying? How's it annoying? You just can't listen to it on repeat. What Maybe song? Maybe one time a week. Okay. Um, uh, as far as what is a good song right now, because you and I were listening to the radio in, uh, I don't know, Colorado or somewhere a couple of months ago, and Ava Max came on. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. And you said, God, what a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You can be honest in the podcast. What is a good song right now? What should people be listening to? What are you listening to? Mm, anything by Khalid. Anything by Khalid? Yes. So why do you like Khalid? He just has a really good voice. Okay. And what else? Any other music um, we should be listening to? John Mayer. John Mayer. Now, see, that's an interesting kind of like a diversion there because, I mean, diverse taste because you got Khalid, you got John Mayer. Are they in the least bit similar? Mm-hmm. How are they similar? They do the same style. Do they really? John Mayer and Khalid? Mm-hmm. Um, who else do you like? Because you have really interesting, you like crap like that I've never heard of, like Chief Keef. Who the F is Chief Keef and why should I care about Chief Keef? Um, you'll never hear anything like him. I'll never hear anything like him? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because he's unique. Who's the, your favorite artist that I would absolutely hate, that I would like? If I listened to this, I'd be like, that's the biggest bunch of shit I've ever heard. Who's your artist that I would hate? Probably Chief Keef. Chief Keef, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cardi B, your thoughts? Nope. Nope, why? Um, she's annoying. Okay. Her personality. Okay. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Same exact person. Same exact person. Mm-hmm. See, I've already said there couldn't be a Cardi B if there was never a Nicki Minaj first. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Um, all right, but you've also seen acts like, I mean, you and I have gone to concerts that normally you wouldn't expect an 18-year-old kid, or you were like 14 when we went to go see Rush. Yep. And you liked Rush, though. Yes. So why do you like Rush? Mm, I don't know, just because... Their songs are really complicated. They are very complicated. Um, Elton John. Yes. You like Elton John. Mm -hmm. Who else have you seen in the last few months or couple of years? Some very unusual acts that you've seen. Who'd you go Um, see with mom? Paul Simon and Lionel Richie. What the hell are you going to see Paul Simon and Lionel Richie and Chief Keef for? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh... A little low. I mean, there's really no good reason for yeah. it. I mean, you don't really have to have a good reason. If you like it, you like it. Did you like Paul Simon at all? Yeah. Um, uh, did you like Lionel Richie? Yeah, except the girl that was singing really badly behind us the whole concert. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when you go to a concert, when you go to see Chief Keefe or when you go to see like whoever it is when you go to, what's that show that you go at the State Soundset. Fair? Soundset. of the fairgrounds. Are you like, you know, like throwing, like, are you, are, what are you doing at this? Are you like raging in the front row? Are mm-hmm. you separated from your friends? Are you crowd surfing? What are you doing at these concerts anyway? Um, we usually try to get to the front. Okay. Um, 
And if you get separated, that's just how it works. So if you get separated at Soundset at the State Fair, you just text your friends later, and that's mm-hmm. then you'll find out where you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and then you saw Kiss yep. twice. Mm-hmm. That's the first concert I ever saw in my life. What did you think of Kiss? Um, they're good performers. Okay. I mean, let's face it. Their music is good. But their music's never great. It's never yep. going to be like a John Mayer necessarily quality. It's a different total thing or um, a Rush kind of a quality or Elton John. But they're good performers. Mm-hmm. Who have you not seen that you want to see? Uh, Khalid. Khalid, you never seen Khalid? He is coming. Okay. This summer. So. Okay. He is going to. And who are you going to go see? Um, wasn't there somebody that you wanted to go see, like in Chicago or something like that? And I said no. No, that was a um, festival sort of, or that like a complex con. It's oh, kind of okay. like fashion. Complex and, con. Yeah. They what is like complex a con? Pop culture news source that is very popular, and you should know them. Complex con. No, is... complex is it, and complex con is their convention okay so complex is like a what like a buzzfeed or a reddit Mm -hmm. so i'm supposed to go on there and i'm supposed to know all these things about fashion and shoes and style and hip-hop and things like that Mm -hmm. let me ask you another question you're a white kid you're overprivileged you got too nice of a car for your age you um have gone on great vacations great trips what in the hell do you have that's relatable in music from people who are from the inner cities who have struggled with oppression, who have struggled with not enough money, who have, you know, abusive families, things like that. What do you have? And I'm grilling you here, and I hope you know that I'm kind of giving you a hard time. And I've asked you this before. What do you, as a white privileged kid from Chan Happen in Minnesota, what do you see in music from people that have nothing in common with you? Their inspiration. Their inspiration. Like how they... Uh, just go really hard with their music. Okay. And it just, I don't know, it's really good. Okay, so uh, you know, I can accept that because my mom and dad used to say, why are you listening to that damn rock and roll music? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, shut up. Um, how badly do I get on my ner- on your nerves about your music? Do I, do I hassle you too much about your music? No. Not really? No. Okay. Um, what do I hassle you too much about, would you say? getting up getting, on time. Well, what's my book called? Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. He's sitting mm-hmm. here with a big smile on his face right now. Why, Carson, can you not get out of bed at a decent hour? Because I'd stay up too late, probably. Okay, what? how late were you up till this morning? Four. Four? Okay. So then you woke up this afternoon from uh, your, your friend's house at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Okay, you realize your, your, your that life... That was bad. I, nev- I never do that. Okay. So what about getting to work on time? I mean, you had a little bit of a problem. Pretty, pretty good about it. Pretty good about it. So how late were you usually at your job at the pasta place? At most five At minutes. most five minutes. Okay. Were you ever early at the pasta place? Mm, no. Yeah. Okay. So the book is called, and the podcast is called, To Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Um, And I said, well, what is one lesson, Carson, that I've taught you in your life? And you said, well, probably don't steal anything. Is there anything else that you remember that I've taught you? Working really hard and not 
having a bad attitude. Probably. Okay. Right. Yeah. Good attitude when, when you're, you're working and stuff. Yep. Because I've talked about how you know you ever heard the story about how I used to have to feed a goat at my first radio no. station job. I've never told you this story. I don't think so. Maybe. Do, do you want to hear the story about the goat? Yep. Okay. So I get her job at a radio station, and if you're listening to the podcast, you're going, "Oh my God, he's pulling out the goat story again." Jesus, God. Um, so here's the way the story goes. So I get a job at a radio station. They're showing me around on my first day and they're like, okay, there's the bathrooms. There's the break room. There's the coffee machine. Um, do this. There's the studio. Do this, do that. And by the way, they go outside and we go outside and in the backyard, there's the big transmitter tower, you know, the big red and white tower, like you see around town that have a radio beacon on the top. And in the backyard is this tower and it's got a fence around it. This fence is about the size of a bedroom. It's a you know a decent sized fence in a square. And inside is the tower and some equipment. And there's a goat. There's a goat inside there. And they said, and this is Rita. And every Saturday morning, Sunday morning, when you come in, you get to feed Rita. There's her goat chow over there. Uh, there's a hose over there. Feed and water Rita the goat. Now I went home and I told Grandpa and I said, Dad, they want me to feed a freaking goat. I'm not going to feed a goat. That is not what I got a job. It's not what I go to school for. And my dad said, well, if you don't feed it, then they're just going to have somebody else feed the goat because there are a million other people who would love to feed that goat to get a chance to do what you're doing. And I thought, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, it's a chance to get on the radio. So I fed the hell out of that goat, gave her a couple of scratches once in a while. And so I use that as a metaphor to remind people there are going to be things that you want that show up in your life that you don't want to do. So that does have to do with your attitude and your work ethic. Uh, we're talking about don't steal anything. Do you remember the neighbor kid who came over? We talked about this before we started recording. You don't remember the kid who came over and mom has that big Christmas village display. Yep. And I told you that he stole a sledding little figurine from her sledding hill. So Susan, mm -hmm. my wife, has this. She sets it up every year for Christmas. She has for 20 years. And it's a little sledding hill and it's a little village and there's a little sledding guy and you kids were hanging out in the room where that was and it disappeared and we never saw it again. And we knew that little shit took it. Do you remember this? No. Okay. You were about five years old, maybe six. And let me tell you, this kid was a little shit anyway. I didn't like him and I'm really glad that they don't live around here anymore. So I don't need to say anything more than that because I'm sure by now he's probably grown up and he's a good kid. But I didn't like him at the time and because he was rude to you and he was rude to me. So he stole this little figurine and every time something went missing, we thought, oh, well, bet it was that kid. So if you lost a Hot Wheels car or if you lost a toy or something, we're like, well, bet that little shit came over and pocketed it. So what's the lesson there? If you steal something... Every time something disappears, they're going to think it's you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have I lost you? Have I bored you at all yet? No. What did I just say? Repeat back what I just said. Uh... <laughs> uh, all right, Carson, a question for you. Um, what is the dirtiest surface at the airport? Think about going to the airport. You've got to travel a lot as a kid. The dirtiest surface at an airport, what do you guess that it is? There's absolutely no reason I'm asking you this question, except to fill time. Mm, probably the seat. The seat? Um, like where everybody sits. Like in the waiting uh, yeah. by the gate? Or the like armchairs, like the armrest for those. Incorrect. That is not it. Do you want mm -hmm. to guess again? He's thinking. The dirtiest surface in an airport. And when I tell you, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. The luggage. 
getting closer, getting closer. Where you weigh it. No, not the luggage weighing thing at the baggage at the baggage counter. No. Okay, it's something that everybody has to touch. Everybody touches it. And there are multiple ones. There are a bunch of different ones, hundreds of different ones, but everybody touches at least one. Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's the bins that you put your stuff in when you go through security. Oh, so you yeah. take all your stuff out of your pocket and you put it in there. Everything. Well, guess what goes in there? Everything coins. from coins to dirty Kleenexes to God knows what you spit on, puked on, peed, whatever goes in there. And then people are handling them with their hands, but they're really dirty also because people don't think of them as dirty. So people are like totally handling them and don't even worry about it. So, um, so that leads me to our next question. You have gotten to take some amazing trips um, for you being an 18-year-old kid. What was your most amazing trip that you went on? Definitely Japan. Why did you like Japan so much? Because it's just a totally different world. Yeah, how so? Like, you're, you kind of know what to expect just because, like, movies and stuff. But then you get there and it's like what you expected, but not really. Yeah? So, it's just, there's no English anywhere. It's all the language and uh, Japanese uh it's like Japanese people everywhere in that place, isn't there? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's a whole other country or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's and they're funny. just way more advanced. Advanced how? What do you mean? Like they have McDonald's that are like three stories. Um, I will say that they're a much more polite society. Mm-hmm. They're very kind and very overly polite. They don't talk out loud on their cell phones on the subway. You just don't do it. You don't eat and walk. Um, you don't talk loud anywhere. Um, they're just a really polite society. And they have a lot of vending machines. They have vending machines everywhere for everything from hot drinks to cold drinks to all kinds of weird stuff. Um, uh, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, um, I'm going to read you an email. Okay. And then I want you to listen to this. And, and, and this is kind of like um, uh, something about me. So, And this is something that I would teach you too because you want to be an entertainer. You want to be a drummer. And you want to be in the entertainment business. And one thing that I um, was talking to mom about on the podcast a couple of years ago, uh, um, a couple couple of weeks ago, that is with mom. And mom said one of the reasons, uh, Dave, that you haven't done more in your career is because you're not a big enough asshole to go and like, you know, demand things and demand this, demand that. So somebody wrote to me, um, Lacey and David Shaw, and I think actually Lacey wrote it. She said... I just listened to your podcast with Susan and I had some comments. I truly believe you have the talent and could have been a bigger deal than Ryan Seacrest, but I'm very thankful you stayed in Minnesota. When you ask what is the difference between you and others in your field that have gone further, Susan is 100% correct that if you had gone out and rubbed elbows with the right people and were a little more cutthroat, you would have made more strides at stardom. But like you said, you didn't want to go to lunch. You wanted to go home. You also spoke about people who have ruined dinners or stolen your attention on nights out with Susan. These go hand in hand. If you've gone on to be in a bigger household name than these interruptions, would have been even worse. You probably would not have the option to say no to certain lunches in order to schmooze or go with your agent or station execs. 
you would have had to go. So right now, your reputation is one of honesty, integrity, great to work with, genuinely likable guy. So even though you may have felt that you had opportunities pass you by, I still think you made a better decision by maintaining your integrity in the market other than uh, you know do something that is not truly you. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah. So what she's saying is, I I like to come home. I like to stay home. I like to go out and do adventurous things, but I'm not somebody who's going to go to happy hour to the strip club or whatever. I just don't do that. So what she's saying is to get ahead, a lot of the time you have to go out and you have to go have dinner and drinks and things like that. I've noticed that in our company, and I'll tell you this, Carson, that the the people who seem to get ahead, God love them, a lot of them deserve it. A lot of them are there just because they're a lot of fun to go have lunch with. Have mm-hmm. I ever told you that before? No. Okay. So something to think about as you try to get ahead, make sure that you, if you want to get ahead, you can't just do it all on talent alone, even though you're a talented drummer, you got to go out and you got to schmooze and you got to make friends mm-hmm. and you got to give reason to people to want to, to hang out with you. About the um, hang. What's that? I've been told by all my teachers, you have to, yeah, you have to be good, but you have to be able to hang out with people and be easy to get along with because if you're on a, a tour you want somebody that you like that you're going to be with for months oh my so. god yeah i mean think about it you're living out of a you're like living on a, a bus mm-hmm. living in probably like three of you in a hotel room because you don't have any money and you got to be easy to get along with well that's the thing that i i know this is the thing you don't know about carson or maybe you do carson is quiet and i don't shame carson for being quiet because it's okay to be quiet. The myth is you have to be really outgoing and outrageous to be successful. And I don't think that's true. But I think you got to know when to turn it on and turn it off. But when you're around your friends, you got a dozen friends. You got you can hang out with anybody. So like certain kids that you're hanging out with, you know, you're obviously not real quiet around them. You must be a good hang and fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. What do you do that makes you so fun to hang out with? Uh, I can be funny when I want to. Really? Let me hear you be funny right now. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, thanks for doing this. Carson really did not want to do the podcast, but I said this could be the last chance that we ever. I'm gonna get choked up that we ever get to do something like this because it's a Sunday night. You had time. I had time. And this may never happen again because next weekend's 4th of July. You're going to go to somebody's cabin. You might not get back until late Sunday night. Who knows what the rest of the summer will hold. And then you're going to Berkeley. You check in on August 31st. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about going to Berkeley? Um, it's crazy. Yeah? yeah? What do you mean? Like, it'll be cool because I was there last summer for five weeks and now I'll be back for many weeks you will be back for many weeks are you gonna miss your daddy yes yeah are you Mm -hmm. what are you gonna miss about me i don't know (laughs) should i list some things you're gonna miss about me yeah okay how funny i am Mm -hmm. uh hugs Mm -hmm. squeezes giving you a hard time um going to do fun things and so much more do i get too emotional sometimes carson maybe yeah when do i get too emotional Right now, really, yeah. Well, right now is a good, good, uh, good example. Carson, you did good. I know you didn't want to do the podcast, but I'm glad you did. Are you glad you did the podcast? Yeah. You have now been immortalized in podcast history forever, mm-hmm. 
And um, hey, listen, for you, listen to the podcast. Thanks. It was a little bit different of a podcast today, but you know what? I think you can learn something from anybody, even an 18-year-old uh, high school graduate you can learn something from. Hopefully you had a good time. Send me an email uh, to Ryan, oh, no, I'm sorry, to Dave Ryan at kdwb.com if you got any comments on the podcast at any time. Check out our Facebook page. Um, it is facebook.com. Uh, slash take a shower, show up on time. And if you just go to Facebook, don't just do this. Go to Facebook and search take a shower, show up on time. It'll start to autofill and then you can go find it. Like it, comment. Um, I'm going to put a picture of Carson and I up on there and it, it, it looks terrible. I have not taken a shower today. I don't care. Uh, Susan and I, your take mom and I. Take a shower. Take a shower, right? Thanks, smart ass. It's true, but I'm not going on a job interview or anything, so I can get away with it. Your mom and I went for a run today, and we got caught in the rain two miles from home, and I still look like it. So, Carson, seriously, thanks for being on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yes. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time on Take a Shower. Show up on time and don't steal anything based on the book of the same name, which you can still get at all your usual book outlets. It's also available on Kindle. Have a great week, and thanks for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.